Praise the Lord. Greetings in the name of the Lord. This is Holy Lady T checking in on tonight. And I am still saved, sanctified, and filled with the Holy Ghost. And I'm enjoying my life with Jesus. How about you? Oh, y'all, today it has been a day, but I give glory to God because this is the day that the Lord has made. I will rejoice and be glad in it today oh lord today um well normal life of a single mom but uh i went to my job uh of course today uh instructed my students and then after i instructed my students i did some tutoring after school after that i had to pick up my son from practice and then i had to go to choir rehearsal well of course we ate before and then i before choir rehearsal we ate. And then I went to choir rehearsal, glory to God. And now I'm just getting back at nine something at night. But glory to God, at least I have the strength and the breath, uh, the activity of my limbs to do it. Glory to God. So today have been a very busy day for me. But I said, you know what? I'm going to get on here. I'm going to do this podcast because this is what the Lord has called me to do. And I love doing it. And so y'all, on this tell it like it is tuesday i was like you know what lord what should i say what should i say to this audience and i'm like hmm and i just thought about it y'all last month in october because i didn't do a podcast about this last month in october i celebrated my holy ghost and my baptismal anniversary okay my holy ghost anniversary i have been saved since I was 11 years old. Now I am 38 years old. So you do the math. That's um, over 27 years. I've been filled with the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. And then um, I also had my baptism anniversary. Same month, same month and same year. So I was I was baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. I'm going to make that clear. I was baptized in the name of Jesus Christ. Uh, and I was filled with the Holy Ghost in October, 27 years ago, 27 years ago. So I know some of y'all are like, wait a minute now. She got three children and she's not married. So that's why today on this Tell It Like It Is Tuesday, I'm going to title this, How I Got My Fire Back. How I Got My Fire Back, glory to God. Because I was 11 years old when this change, this wonderful, glorious change happened to me. And y'all, when I received the Holy Ghost, as the scripture had said, out of my belly flow rivers of living water. Now, actual water did not come out my stomach it's like <laughs> it's like a descriptive thing because it just keep flowing the tongues that i begin to speak in another language as the spirit of god gave utterance and so that's why i know the holy ghost is real that's how i know the bible is real because people are disputing the bible or um refuting however whatever word you want to use for that saying you know the bible's not real the bible was written by man but yes it was written by man but it was inspired by god and exactly how that Bible say that you will speak in another language. That is what happened to me. When I received the Holy Ghost, it was like I was calling on the name of the Lord, calling on the name of the Lord. Thank you, Jesus. I just went into a praise, like calling on him, thanking him. And then it just, I just, it seemed like I had an outer body experience. I don't know how to explain it, but it's just like I was in another world. It, it was just so I guess it, it it's just unexplainable. I can't explain everything, but it was, 
it was if 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 I could say this, it was so heavenly. Like I'm saying, like this is probably how heaven is gonna feel. Like no worries. Like it was just like it's just like I was floating, and then it was so it was so like just like another world. And then the light is like this light. I seen a, it was a small light, but then it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And then when it got to like so big like that I couldn't stand it. I began to speak in another language and I could not control my tongue. Like I could feel that I could not control my tongue. I didn't know what I was saying. Glory to God, glory to God. That is the evidence of the Holy Ghost. And so y'all, I, I will never regret that experience. I'm so glad that God filled me with the Holy Ghost at 11 years old. And I knew what it was because my parents taught me, you know, it, and we followed, I followed along with them in scripture to know that this is the evidence evidence of the Holy Ghost and glory to God. And so as that, as time went on, um, I was walking, I was living a saved and I was living a holy life. Um, I love reading my Bible. I love praying. I like singing. I like telling people about God. I was unashamed of going to to school with my skirts on not that i just had started wearing skirts but my parents had trained me but while i was since birth to wear a skirt and dress so anyway um but i was unashamed of it i, I enjoyed um my time and this, at this time i was in philadelphia pennsylvania and i loved it i love representing god like i said telling people about god going to church playing my tambourine singing the choir and all those good things and just spending time with god alone uh growing in him and everything and so um and i mentioned on another podcast how i had a um a saved mentor that my mother my parents would let us go with um we'll spend time with her sometimes she took us to uh bible camps and things like that during the summer and so i was growing in the lord i was around good company i was around um you know, save people that can encourage me on my walk with God and that wanted to see me win, that wanted to see me win, which is very important, that encouraged and supported me on my journey, you know, with the Lord. And so that is very important that when you are saved, that you get that foundation right and you make sure that you surround yourself with people of like-minded faith so you can grow in the Lord. Y'all are are on the same page y'all want to make it to see jesus in peace so you encouraging one of you see one going in left field you're like "Uh uh-uh come on back and so my mentor uh that i had she was like that she was only a couple of years older than me i mentioned that in the um in the previous part in in probably the last podcast um i think i mentioned that but it's very important so anyway i was enjoying my life with jesus in philadelphia pennsylvania and i was on fire for the lord when i used to testify i just used to lose myself in the praise and i'm talking about at a young age at teenage years and i thank the lord for that like i really enjoyed it but um what happened okay so hmm so for those wondering, okay, you got three children out of wedlock. Okay, yep. Because um, my parents, when I was about, ooh, I can't remember the age exactly. So I'm going to say the, the um, grade. I was in my junior year of high school when we moved to Mississippi. And I mentioned this on other podcasts, but I'm just going into more detail on my testimony on how I got my fire back. Um, so we moved to Mississippi. And... Um, I became very disobedient and people don't understand how strong that that disobedient spirit is very strong it will destroy your life okay because oh no 
that's that's you and that's either you or the devil um and then when you're disobedient then i mean you hope that's what i'm saying you open yourself up for attacks from satan for satan to to destroy you and so anyway i became disobedient because i did not want to move to the south as i always say on my podcast i did not want to move here and so instead of me praying um praying like you know what lord help me to do your will because my father set us down it was like you know what we going to mississippi to be an example of holiness we going you know mississippi lift up a standard of holiness the example i'm like hmm. I do not want to go to Mississippi. I mean, Mississippi don't have nothing for me. I didn't. I mean, I didn't have any friends or anybody down there. I did have some cousins, but I was like, I don't want to go to no Mississippi. But so I didn't have my mind. I didn't pray. I didn't pray about it. I didn't see God I'd like to to align my will with His will for my life at that time. I was again at my junior year, and so instead of just obeying um, what God was doing, of course I I had to go. It's a difference in like you you doing what your parents say because you want to do it or you doing what your parents say because you have to do it. I just did what my parents say because I had to do it. I had to move with them to Mississippi. So anyway, got to Mississippi and then we came to the church. The church was like nothing like we was used to. We didn't have like um like the music, the same type of style music like we had up north uh, because um there wasn't a lot of musicians um and then there wasn't a lot of choir members and it's and there wasn't a lot of there wasn't hmm, probably just me and my sister my sister is a year younger than me so it probably was just her that was close around my age the other young people was way younger than me so eh, i just was not feeling going to church but they the adults there did open up did um have open arms towards us when we got there it was not their fault that i rebelled and i went back on god it was my fault because i disobeyed and i did not want to be there it was a different scenery it was much smaller than a big city um and the church the church wasn't the same as the same church that i was used to going to and it was just like a culture shock because everything was different then i get to high school um the girls, they didn't treat us like, of course, they didn't welcome us in. Um, the boys was, of course, they was welcoming, but the girls was not. And so it just really wasn't like a just a just great place for me to be. And so I just started doing what I wanted to do. I rebelled against my parents. I stopped seeking God. I stopped reading the Bible. I stopped uh, actually having my prayer life that I had when I was in Pennsylvania um i just stopped caring now my parents made me go to church because i was underage but uh i still came but i didn't want to be i didn't care i didn't care about my saved life um at all and i mentioned the other podcasts how i had you know the toxic relationships um um and then ended up you know having children without being married because of my disobedience to to God and my parents and so it led me on a really downward spiral until you know like it say in the bible i came to myself you know like hmm Takia, you can be doing so much better so much better why are you settling for this type of relationship why are you settling for now having no peace and no joy and why are you settling like you know god was telling me like he created me for more like i am his daughter and like he kept calling me like it's time to come back home like it's time to come back home and i'm like 
Lord, I don't want to go up in there with them people. And I'm talking about the church people. I was like, I do not like, I don't know. This is not for me. Like, I, I was like, no. Like, far as me being fully committed, like coming to church, okay. But it was like, no, because what they gonna, what they gonna say about me? Because I already, I have three children. What they gonna say? They gonna be looking down on me and all of this stuff. And I'm saying, y'all, and I'm telling y'all this as a testimony because when you, when you have went against the Lord and you may have been out for months, you may have been out for years. I'm telling you, you can't let the devil talk in your spirit and be like, people are gonna be looking at me because I rebuked that spirit. I said, no, no, no. After a while, I rebuked that spirit because I was like, no. God said he loved me. God said he cared for me. God said he's going to use me for his glory. You know, God said he's going to restore the years that the devil has stole from me. I kept quoting God's word and what God had revealed to me in prayer. And I was like, you know what? I don't care. They can look upside my head. They can look at all my children, but I'm going to come right up in this sanctuary and I'm going to give God the glory and I'm going to give God the praise because they don't have a heaven or a hell to put me in. And furthermore, if they're looking down on me not to help pick me up, then they going to hell themselves. So why? Am I going to care about what somebody got to say about Takia Lynette Wally? Glory to God. It's God who pulled me, glory to God, out of the mud. He pulled me out of sin. He pulled me out of hell's fire. And you think I'm going to care about some eyes looking up and down at me? I don't care. I, I sit next to you, glory to God, because you need to get some of this fire that the Lord then put on me, glory to God. So I'm telling y'all. Don't let the devil talk you out of your blessing. Don't let the devil talk you out of your victory. Don't let the devil talk you out of your place in God. They don't change your place in God. God ordained you. God predestined you. God called you. God ordained you. So don't let no one move you out of the place that God has called you to be. People, people don't got no no place to put you in. It don't matter. It, it it don't matter. We got you got to get over people. And so I was like, hmm. Because the thing about it is, I'm wanting to be used by. I'm like, Lord, you know what? I let the devil use me too much in the world. I allowed him to do that. So now that I'm I'm coming back to you. Lord, okay, use me however you want to be, however you want to use me. I'm going to be totally sold out for you because I know you love me. And I want to show my love for you. So the Bible tells you to present your body as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable. So I got rid of the boyfriend because he wasn't saved. I, I shut myself in. I begin to pray and cry out before the God in repentance, in thanksgiving. Glory to God. I begin to read my Bible, those scriptures that I needed to read to build me up on my most holy faith. I begin to read those scriptures. Glory to God. Then I begin to fast. No food, no drink, no social media. Just me and the Lord. Sometimes... It would just be me, the Lord, and the Bible. Then sometimes he would let me watch the YouTube videos of, of, of preaching or motivational um, 
words of encouragement on YouTube, but sometimes I couldn't watch that because he wanted to speak to me through his words. So I won't watch that because I didn't want that word to be getting tangled up with what he told me. So I would just read my Bible and I would just pray and I would just read my Bible and pray and fast, go without food because that, that food, going without food and drink help you be sensitive to hear what he's saying and focus on that. No social media, turn it off. So no going out, no, no dating. I'm talking about 14 years, 14 years. You. If you wanna you wanna make it, you wanna be saved, you'll do whatever it takes to stay holy. Everybody's journey is not my journey. But one thing I do know, I say, Lord, I wanna please you. So that's how I got my fire back. I came to the God with open arms in repentance. Lord, I'm sorry for everything I've done. I don't wanna be like this. I need you to take every foul spirit away from me. I want you to take it away from me. Yes, I had three children. No, I'm not going to say, Lord, take away the sexual desire. No, because I'm going to need that to rekindle when I get married. Glory to God. <laughs> you can let that lie dormant because I don't, I don't I don't, want to be thinking about that when I know I don't have a spouse. I don't because some people out here masturbating. We ain't going to talk about that. I'm not masturbating. So I don't want to think about no sexual desire because it's not. I'm not going to be with nobody. So no, no, no. Lord, let that, let that lie dormant. Until I, 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 my husband show up, glory to God, and claim me as his own. But anyway, I'm like, Lord, I need you to crucify and kill any anything that's not like you. Anything that's not like you, I need to kill it. Sexual desire is normal, but you don't want it to be raging where you are going to sleep with someone. You got to make sure you can control it under the power of the Holy Ghost. Bring it your the Bible say bring your body under subjection. So when you go out and you want to sleep with people and you're not married, that's the wrong that's the wrong desire to have. You your desire only supposed to be to your husband. Find it in the scripture. That's the only desire, and the husband's desire is supposed to be to his wife. And I'm talking about legally married. I'm not talking about some broad that you got off the street. Or, or a girlfriend, boy, whatever you want to call it. If you, it's not totally because your sexual desire don't need to be to nobody but your husband or your wife. And we're going to go on. But I'm telling you, I said, Lord, I want to be pleasing to you. I want to be on fire for you. I want to be hot and ready for you. So, Lord, I need you to help me to bring my body under subjection for however long it takes for my spouse to get here. And I thank God that he's been doing that. So, y'all, we can live holy, we can live successful, and we can enjoy life. Like, I love the life I'm living with Jesus. I won't take this back. I don't want to take this back. It's not worth it. It's not worth it. And it, I got on fire for God because I realized how much he loved me, how much he forgave me, despite me. Of what I did, he saved me from me. And you think that I'm going to have one leg and one foot in the church and one foot in the world? Absolutely not. I'm going to be totally sold out for the Lord because I know he loved me. He died on that cross for my sins. He didn't have to bring me back into right fellowship with him. He could have left me out in that world. He could have allowed the devil to take me out in my sins. But he, glory to God, 
he forgave me. He cleansed me from all unrighteousness, glory to God. And he called me his own. And that is an honor. That is an honor for the almighty God to call you his son or daughter. That is a pleasure. That is an honor that I don't take lightly. I thank the Lord for it. So for the rest of my days, I'm saying, Lord, for the rest of my days, give me the power. Because the Bible says he is able. So when your people be talking that weak faith, no, he is able to keep you from falling. Glory to God. And that's what I'm asking God, Lord, don't let me fall because I do love you. And when I, if, if it do mess up, Lord, Lord, I'm so sorry because people like, how can you keep sinning and just say, God will forgive me every time you is doing something on an enemy side, but you just think you can keep doing it and not feel sorry. And I'm like, no, Lord, please keep me from falling because I want to be pleasing to you. That's just like you go out here and cheat on your husband. Be like, oops, I only did it one time. Your husband, he's going to be like, what? You only did it one time. That That's going to hurt him that you went out and cheated. So it's the same thing with God. It's like, when we go out and we do things that is wrong and not pleasing and we make that conscious decision, it's like, wait a minute now. you God didn't want you to do this. This was against God. And that's why I'm like, Lord, please. If I if and when I do something, I'm like, Lord, I'm having both hands. Lord, I'm sorry. Forgive me because I did not want to do this. Please forgive me. I want to be pleasing in your sight. And if you feel that, because I, I had to take steps. From the time my baby was younger to now, I took it took some growing in the Lord. But you you cannot be constantly around people that are weak-minded and talking that casual Christianity and think you're gonna be strong in the Lord. No, I I made sure that I kept surrounding myself with strong people in the Lord, listening to their wisdom. Then, like I said, I had my YouTube and different um different things twitter or whatever going on that i could you know encourage myself through the word and because words i was talking to my sister's mother-in-law she encouraged me so much words are powerful and we don't understand how powerful our words is you when you speak you can speak life and i begin to speak life i still have sticky notes in my bathroom and i have notes in my phone over thousands of notes because i speak life into myself i encourage myself in the lord in the lord and it takes some growing it takes some growing to see like you know what I can't do that. I can't do it like this. Because if I do this like this, then I'm going to fall. You got to know you. God will show you you when you fast. And God will show you you and what you need to do to improve yourself. But it's up to you to take that. It's up to you to pull away from those things that's not like God. And so that's how I got on fire for God. I, I repented. I came, I became godly sorrow. I had a change of heart and a change of mind. And I began to spend more time with him in prayer, fasting, and reading my word on those scriptures that I need to read to empower me to live this holy life. I'm careful about the music I listen to. I listen to gospel music because I have to feed myself with positive Christian Holy Ghost music. This is what I'm like. No, if it is negative, I don't want to listen to it. No, positive, uh, spirit-filled music. Okay, if it's uplifting, glory to God. That's what I need to feed myself with. The kind of movies when I was and when I was first coming out of sin, certain kind of 
movies, if it has certain kind of sex scenes, I'm like, I can't watch that movie right now. And I'm talking about like, you know, like I don't, and then I didn't want to see a man taking off, you know, certain things, his shirt or pants, I know, or, or, or undressing himself. Even if they ain't show it, at, when I first came out of sin 14 years ago, I was like, no, I don't need to see that right now because I'm trying to get myself strong in the Lord. So I had stepped back from certain movies um, and certain things because I needed to make sure I got strong in the Lord and I didn't want a, a memory to pop up of a previous relationship. So when God purged me from the relationship, then I was able to maybe watch, you know, movies, but I still don't watch X-rated movies. Of course not. But I'm saying like, um, now I'm a little stronger where I can watch, you know, uh, certain kind of movies. Not, 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 not too many sexual scenes. Still not because I'm single. So either way, I still don't want to watch all of that going on. No, 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 no. So I'm very careful about what I watch my eyes to view and my ears to listen to. So I got on fire for God because I am careful. I'm guarding. It's called guarding your heart. And I believe the Bible say, keep your heart with all diligence. Out of it flows the issues of life. In order for you to guard your heart, you got to guard what your eyes and your ears are hearing so it won't get to your heart. So that's why I'm like, okay, I'm listening to scriptures, I'm reading scriptures, I'm listening to preaching, uh, I'm going to church. Going to church is very important. You need a pastor. Some people just follow me. You need a pastor. You need a pastor. He's going to watch over your soul. And I thank God for my pastor on the wisdom he used to help pull me out of a horrible pit several years ago. I thank God for him. You need a pastor. So I'm glad I brought that that up you need he helped me so many areas and now that i'm strong in the lord and i'm still growing i must keep growing until the day that i die i want to be the greatest the greatest person greatest saint that i can be in god so i'm always growing i'm always feeding myself and listening to sound wisdom so y'all i'm going to end this but if you want to get your fire back if you have backslidden and went away from the church it's time to come home it's time to come home never mind what people are saying never mind how they are looking never mind how far you went away from god one step god see you coming back just come back just turn to him and i promise you you won't regret it because you gotta remember after death is the judgment and that person the people that you talking about are gonna be looking at you they ain't gonna stand up for you you gonna have to stand before the judgment seat of christ and give an account for the things that you have done with your body whether it was good or evil it's time to come back hallelujah it's time to come back on tonight and totally surrender your life to god he loves you he cares about you he wants to use you for his glory he will use your story for his glory come back if that bible say he is faithful if you confess you got to confess that thing to him he is faithful and just to forgive you your sins and to cleanse you from all unrighteousness. It's time to come back on tonight. God is calling you. God is calling you. Come back. Come back. Because he wants to use you. He wants to use you. Don't look at what you see. You don't know who life you're going to touch. As a matter of fact, the ultimate things the ultimate thing is you making it into the kingdom of god the ultimate thing is you living a life that's pleasing to god because he loves you so much that if you're listening to this podcast you are still alive and you have a chance to be saved it's time to come back the day you hear his voice 
Harden not your heart because you don't know where death is. You don't know when the rapture is coming. Show God, show God the same love that he had died on the cross for your sins. He's married to you. Come back to the Lord. Come back to the Lord. Get your fire back. Hallelujah. You don't want to be dead and cold because that's what's out there in the world. You're dead and cold. I don't care what kind of life you're living. You're dead and you're cold without Jesus and that Holy Ghost power in your life. So you need to come back on tonight. Let him use you for his glory because we don't have long glory to God. We don't have long either. Like I said, the rapture or you can die. And you got to give an account for what you done. I don't care what nobody said. They're going to have to give an account for what they said. But if you like let people hinder you from salvation, glory to God, it's going to be nobody's fault but yours. Hallelujah. So just as I did, you got to see Jesus. The Bible say, looking unto Jesus. He's the author and the finisher of your faith. Glory to God. And so I'm going to end this podcast on tonight. Come home. Come home, black backsliders. Come home. Those who have fell away from the truth, it's time to come home. It's on God is the way. Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. It's time to come home on tonight. Well, I'm going to end this. I'm going to end this. Glory to God. I pray someone was blessed by this podcast. If you want to reach out to me on Facebook, I can be reached at... Takia Wally, T-I-K-I-A, last name W-I-L-E-Y. If you want to reach me on Instagram, you can reach me at Holy Lady T, Holy Lady T. And I also have a um, private page, I Am Worth It, on Facebook. Glory to God. Also, YouTube page, I Am Worth It. All right. Well, y'all have a blessed night. Peace out. Hey, y'all, just one more thing. I just want to add on here that, listen, you can't just pray one day, read your word one day, and not read it the other days. It's a consistent renewing of the mind. The Bible says you got to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. That's in Romans 12 and 2. And so this is a consistent thing that you need to be doing every day because i promise you slack off one day the devil is coming in your mind the devil is coming in to to destroy you so you have to do this consistently it's just like a normal relationship if you don't consistently work at it every day then somebody gonna get on somebody nerves but even they say that in marriage that y'all you know couples may get on each other nerves but the thing is is if you keep letting down or slacking then you look up and then your marriage is like ugh, and you don't want your marriage to go down in the dumps and that's just like the same thing with the lord and i know this is a single podcast but anyway i look at it it is like a marriage so uh, it is because we are espoused, you know, to the Lord. So you have to, if you want to keep your fire or get your fire back, you have to consistently seek the Lord every day in prayer, worship, reading your word, every day, whatever your spiritual routine is, but at least praying and reading your word, that needs to be every day day and it don't just need to be anything something that you can that stick to you where you can grow in the lord and, and will continue on your journey in the lord and not look to the left or right but you'll be steadfast and unmovable glory to god so i just wanted to throw that in there it's not just a one-time thing because i won't be on fire if if i keep letting 
things put my fire out and not and not putting more. I think they say you put more coals on the fire, it get it get more fire or more um what's this stuff, the liquid stuff <laughs> that you put on there to, to boost your fire. Yes, you gotta keep doing that consistently every day so you can stay on fire for God. Glory to God. So it's an everyday consistent thing. Well, y'all be blessed. I just wanted to add that in. It's an everyday walk with Jesus. Glory to God. Have a blessed night. Peace out.